0: Welcome to Forging a Life, Beyond the Curve, calling in your unique destiny with Coach Christine Clark. Imagine you are a ball of steel, smooth, small, and cool to the touch. Your very being is softened by fire as you take hits that shape you. Christine is a transformational life coach dedicated to empowering entrepreneurs to create a whole life success on their terms. On this show, you will be forged into a magnificent, powerful, highly functional work of art that is your significant life. Now, here's your host, Christine Clark.
1: Join me, Coach Christine Clark, as we forge our lives. We are going to go beyond the curve and call in your unique destiny. Who will you be when you believe you have what it takes? Hello, hello, and this is coach Christine Clark, delighted to be with you today and thank you all for being here. Hello, Benny. Hello, Jacob. Hello, Olivia. Thank you for being here with me. Um, this is Forging a Life Beyond the Curve, calling in your unique destiny. And today we're going to talk about contact. You know, nothing happens until you make contact. And in the construction of a beautiful katana, The hammer has to make contact with the steel to shape it, to form it, to bring it to fruition. And it's the same thing in our lives. We have to make contact with our purpose, with our intentions, uh, and with each other in order to move forward and have flow. So what does it mean for you to have contact? When are you connected uh, to your purpose? And when are you in flow? And when are you not? What gets in the way? Those are all the things we're going to talk about today. I want to um, remind you that we have um, a retreat coming up, Blaze Retreat in September from the 22nd to the 25th. This is going to be a full immersion transformational retreat we're going to set intentions we're going to look at what's current we're going to clear the blocks and send you um, on your way as a new formation one of the wonderful exciting fun things we're going to get to do in the retreat is everyone is going to have the opportunity to forge you're going to put metal in the furnace you're going to pull it out you're going to get a hammer on it and create a work of art of your own to take home so put it on your calendars for september 22nd to 25th right here in iowa at the beautiful stony point uh retreat center and also for this show always there is a opportunity to get coaching a laser coaching program multiple sessions So this is exclusive to listeners of uh, Transformation Talk Radio. It is available now. Send me an email with your name, your phone number, um, and your email address. And send it to Christine at sunglowtransformation.com. Someone's going to earn a free laser coaching program to shake loose whatever is holding you back and just... Move some blocks so you can move forward in your life. And it's wonderful that I've had such a fantastic time working with so many of you. It's exciting to me to work with the listeners of Transformation Talk Radio. So put your name in and you have until the end of the month, March 31, to do that. And then you can have the wonderful um, one on one personal coaching. Now I want to talk about, yeah. So when we stay in motion, when we have flow, when we have balance, you know, everything comes together and we know beyond a doubt that we have what it takes. So this is what we're talking about today is having contact, being able to be in flow, be in motion. And when you're in process of your life, and I want to just kind of check, see where you are at in forging your own life in the process of becoming and the process of creating that destiny that waits for you. So I want to just take a few minutes and let's just check in, see where you're at. You know, in the making of the katana, in the process, there is the initial forging, and then there's the pre-curve, and then there's the grinding, and then there's the thermal cycling. And where are you? Are you in the initial forging? You know, which gives that raw bar of steel... A, which is just a really nondescript chunk of metal, and it's worked into a point where it indicates that it will eventually be the katana. And when you look at the shape of your life, that where your life has gone, what experiences you've had, you know, do you see the indicators of possibility? Do you see that... You are gaining everything you need to know to create and have the life you want. Do you claim your past as the launching pad to that destiny? Or are you looking back and somehow believing it's all wrong? Are you stuck behind bars that are built from regret, from blame, from shame? You know, Have you stranded yourself wishing for a better past? Where are you in that process? Maybe you're in the pre-curve. You know, the second heat is the planning ahead. That long skinny piece is bent into a horseshoe shape. And that is planned so that when the edge is put on, as the edge bevels are made, that blade straightens out. And then it looks very distinctly like a katana. You know, do you have a plan for action and are you moving along your path? Is each step revealing something next? Then you are in the curve and you're moving along. Or are you stressed out because the actions you're taking are not revealing to you that perfect vision in full bloom that you want? You know, do you want to second guess everything you're doing? Um, Are you feeling a little panicked because time has passed and you're thinking you're behind, 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 behind. When you look at the pre-curve, sometimes we are in the planning and we're taking steps and it's leveling out. And sometimes we're just stuck. Where are you in that process? Maybe you're in the grind, right? The grinding stage, that full, smooth, shape of katana is revealed as the hammer tracks are ground away and what is released is all that is not needed to manifest the katana's beauty and balance you know through repetition trial and error you know we smooth out our path to our destiny you know can you easily release what does not serve you You know, I was in a great conversation just this last week with some other coaches, and we meet on Zoom every Monday morning, and one of our gals had um, been in one of these high power um, motivational weekends, and she had been on, I think it was a four-day event. It's 12-hour days, four days in a row. And I was thinking to myself, how could you do that and <laughs> be wiped out? And then as she continued to talk about what she had gleaned, she had gone into the event with really clear intentions about what it was that she was going to get what she needed. And she had allowed herself through different points to say, I've had enough for today, I'm going to step away from it. Even though she said there was so much that was provided, and it was great to be in it. And you had the sense of that you didn't want to miss a single minute. And yet she was smart enough chose to step away and spent time in the evening um, on the deck having a conversation with her son. She had time um, later where she just went to church on Sunday morning because that was her thing and didn't go, you know, wasn't on that Zoom thing for that period of time. And what I saw in her was the ability to easily pick and choose what was right for her. Do you have that? Can you easily pick and choose what's right for you? What fits? Or do we get hung up on the FOMO, the fear of missing out, what expectations of other people, and do we put on our own self needing to manage everybody else as well as ourself? So in the grind, when you can release what doesn't serve you, it really smooths things up. Are you hung up on the bumps and the lumps? Is life anything but smooth? There are things that you need to release. There might be people, there might be ideas that we need to let go of in order to create that. How are you doing in that? Is that coming along well or is it just, you know, not going through? I think I'm going to skip the first break and we're just going to keep going because I want to keep with this thread. Are you in deep transformation? You know, the fourth step of the katana, it's dipped into molten salt during the thermal cycling, and it's plunged in, and it's held in that mini volcano, and then it's pulled out and cooled, and then it's immersed again, and the molecules of the steel actually shift. We're talking about the internal, not the outside. You can't see it with your eyes. You can look under um, a big electron microscope, maybe. But the molecules shift, and they shift from face-centered. If you think about some a dice with all the dots on the outside six faces, that's face-centered. And it shifts from face-centered to body-centered. If you think of body-centered, it's like a light cube with the light in the center. Everything's in there. And that shift imbues the blade with its edge-holding ability, its strength. In its resilience, making that katana the elite tool it is. You know, transformation requires fearlessness. If you are in significant struggle or hardship, transformation is occurring, guaranteed. When you choose to openly assess your life, your behaviors, your beliefs, both your limiting beliefs and your empowering beliefs, you're choosing transformation. You know, the shift can carry you to new heights. You can gain resilience. You can gain wisdom. Sometimes when we are in the struggle of life and loss or something significant has happened, there has been trauma. The shift can be sabotaging. And then it sinks you. You know, the creation of the katana is a very orderly process. You know, that the Smith has this 1,000-foot view, right? He knows exactly what the outcome is going to be, and he is very secure in the process. For us, our lives are not orderly. You know, we can only see from the ground level. We can't get past and look further and know that if we stay here or if we go there, it's going to make the difference. We can only deal with what we have in the moment. And when we do this, so the process of the sword is very step, 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 step. For us, for our lives, for human beings, we could be in any one of the processes at any time. And sometimes we can be in one more or all of them at the same time. And it's important to remember that no matter where you're at or what's going on, that there are options and there's answers and knowledge that comes with every stage. So becoming is a process, stay in the work, get support, talk to me, coach Christine Clark, you know, get an empowerment group. You know, your destiny is just beyond the curve and you're going to get where you're going. So think about the different stages where are you at which stage are you in or how many are present at the same time and know that there's answers there are options and answers and directions that will take you forward you don't have to be stuck and life is the becoming is a process that's one of the reasons we're doing the the retreat we're going to do that big immersion and deal with all of it. It's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. So I want to go back to the importance of contact. You know, nothing happens unless that hammer contacts the steel. And the contact is where the steel is moved. Contact is where we move, where we grow, where we experience. Contact is being present, being in the here and being in the now. And it's being intentional, it's being deliberate, it's taking action. You do not have to be under the hammer all the time. But enough contact to stay in motion to create flow. So when you're clear about your purpose, and focus on the steps that are right in front of you, then you are in contact, you're moving forward, you can have flow, there's fulfillment, The small successes lead to the large successes. You know, when you do that, when you stay in contact, when you're in flow, then you can access satisfaction. You can access peace, joy, happiness. But I want to talk about, you know, how often is our brain somewhere else while we're seated in front of somebody? You know, preparing for this show, I had worked on an outline. And then it was time for dinner, and I went and I was sitting at dinner across from my husband, and he asked me, he says, Are you alright? Is there something wrong? And the truth is, I wasn't present. My head was still back at the desk working on this show. This is where I was. I was directly in front of him, but I was not there. And he saw it, and he knew it. So. How often is we get distracted? We're not where we are. We're somewhere else. When we are somewhere else in our head, then we're not in contact. You know, I love watching movies. And the Guardians of the Galaxy, there is a scene that I just laugh out loud. They're they're doing, everybody's kind of around in a group. They're doing some mission planning. And the character Drax make some sort of comment. And the response is, we just covered that or weren't you here? And he admits out loud, I wasn't listening. I was thinking of somebody, something else. It's like, how often do we do that? I wasn't listening. I was thinking of something else. So we miss out when we're not present. And so that is being present is simply having awareness. And Being there so you can fully invest in what you're doing, not just the people in front of you, those conversations, but being in the moment as you work through your day, as you make the steps that you have to make to create what you want to create. You know, sometimes disconnecting um, is an emotional tool. And it can be beneficial sometimes to disconnect. One of the reasons that we do disconnect is emotional overload. And I think about, you know, even the last two years, we have been bombarded with constant and repeated exposure to stressful situations, traumatic events. You know, the pandemic has infused our lives with anxiety and fear for two years. I remember St. Patrick's Day, 2020. And it was a day here in Iowa when the governor closed down the state. I had had a coffee appointment at 10 o'clock in the morning that day. I walked out of Panera at 11 a.m. and I was totally unaware that the doors were closing and locking behind me, not just at Panera, but at every restaurant, every pub, every cafe in the state. And I thought about all those establishments that had prepared with their supplies and brought stuff in and had done the prep work to serve the crowds of St. Patrick's Day and the financial loss that they endured. But more than that, it was a total shift of normal and the anomaly of society shutting down. How discombobulating, how incredulous. And the anxiety and the stress and the fear, you know, that has set us, and that was like the setup, because then, like, it became a daily thing. Every single day, there was repeated trauma, fear, fear, fear. We are moving out of that, and yet a lot of it is still present. We're going to have a time of recovery. To shut down and to step back, to disconnect, is survival, really. Currently, we have Russians' invasion of Ukraine. There are political battles, racial injustices, natural disasters. All of it can seem overwhelming. And really, it's too much to deal with because we don't have control. And yet we're receiving the information and it's coming in, it can lead to physical exhaustion and mental fatigue. So disconnecting from the media, from TV news, from radio, from newspapers, is survival. And when you can remove yourself from that bombardment, then you have the opportunity to recenter. Focus on what's important. Focus on the people around you. Find the good and the wonderfulness, and that will increase happiness. It'll increase energy, and it'll improve your sleep. So one of the ways that we disconnect is healthy by protection. Monitor how much you are letting in from the outside. How is that serving you? Is it serving you? And if it's not, take a break. Shut it down. You know, our inner critic is another piece. It's ruthless and it's brutal and it will slow us down and it shuts us down. The less contact you have with your inner critic, the better. When your inner critic is shouting in your ear that whatever it is you're doing is not enough, it's not good enough, it isn't perfect enough. Look at everybody else, how wonderful everything else they are showing is. Everybody's highlight reel is you're comparing that to your own day-to-day ups and downs. Tell your inner critic enough, enough. I am doing the best I can with the information and knowledge I have, and it's enough, and I'm enough. You know, I one of the a client that I walked through, um, just recently. She is an um, entrepreneur. She has dual businesses that are doing very well. She is um, been focused on her health, and she works out and she has exercised and she eats healthily, and she's really doing fantastic. And our last session, there was all of this unhappiness that had come in. To her awareness that told her she was playing small, that told her her businesses weren't enough, that in what she was doing was she had spent a little too much time on social media, looking at everybody else's wonderfulness and highlight reel, and had judged their glow and shine to her every day and decided that it wasn't, that she wasn't measuring up. And we had to walk through that by having her describe what is success to her. And the truth is she is hitting every single one of her own markers for success. And so we have to disconnect from the idea, the comparison that everybody else is doing better. Because the truth is we are all in this. So... It becomes a choice on how to pay attention to what you're paying attention to. Contact, staying in your own lane, focusing on what's in front of you. That's the exciting part. When we pay too much attention to that stuff that's outside of us that is not serving us, then we have to cut the cord. Removing what negatively impacts us improves our lives and it improves our contact. When your brain is not just taking up so much freaking time trying to judge what you're doing and what you're not doing, then poof, what openness you can have. Let go of that, and then you can focus on what's in front of you and what's good and right and whole. It's wonderful. So How do you avoid contact, right? How do we get in our own way and avoid contact? What does it mean to avoid contact? What are the things that keep us from having the contact that creates the life we want? Those are the questions that we'll answer when we come back from this break. I'm Coach Christine Clark. My company is Sunglow Transformation. You can find me on sunglowtransformation.com. Look for me on Instagram and LinkedIn and Facebook at Coach Christine Clark and also Sunglow Transformation. Remember to put your name in for the Blaze in 2022 laser coaching program that can be yours and work one-on-one with me to move yourself forward this year. We'll be right back after this break. Have you heard
2: about shifting the collective vibration and consciousness on the planet? Join me, Kimberly Barrett, on the Sharing Love and Light Show every first and third Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern at TransformationTalkRadio.com to explore the depth of vibration and consciousness on our planet and learn how you can shine your love and light. To learn more, visit SharingLoveAndLightShow.com.
3: Tune in to Knowledge Book Radio with host Marge Potasik, the fourth Tuesday each month at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Through many experiences, Marge was led to the Knowledge Book, a gift to humanity in its transition to the golden age that provides truth and answers. She now shares information from the Knowledge Book with you monthly on TransformationTalkRadio.com on Knowledge Book Radio. For more information, visit USA.TheKnowledgeBook.com. Hi everyone, I'm Dr. Pat, I'm the host of the Dr. Pat Show, and I am the creator of the Transformation Network, doing what we do in the world of positive radio, informed, educated, positive media. Independent radio hosts and independent networks have been the face of positive messaging over the past decade. So all of us here have decided we're going to put together An independent network that is going to enable people to bring their positive message of hope, inspiration, and conscious action to the forefront. Help us create a future of amazing, uplifting stories that can be told so we can tell our children and they can tell their children of what hope and conscious action is all about. I want to thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on on TransformationTalkRadio.com.
1: Hey, this is coach Christine Clark. Uh, Welcome back. You know, how do we disconnect? How do we move or avoid contact or get out of contact when we want to be in contact? You know, we as human beings um, just have a great propensity to disconnect. And when we disconnect, then we slide backwards. We can get stuck. We blind ourselves from seeing the options. And there's a lot of different ways that we unintentionally sabotage ourselves. One way is when we catastrophize into the future. When we move from being present to jumping forward into the worst possible case scenario. And I think as a mom with my sons growing up, I got really good at catastrophizing into the future, worrying about what's going to happen as the kids leave and get more active and start driving and all of those things. It doesn't serve us. And what we catastrophize rarely, rarely happens. And whether it happens or not, we miss the point that we have the wherewithal to deal with whatever might come. Went out to run errands yesterday and got a text message from my husband that he was also running errands and wanted to meet for lunch. Great, let's do that. So we met for lunch. And as we were parting ways, he it was a gorgeous day here in Iowa. We hit 70 degrees. He rode his motorcycle in to run his errands and to meet me for lunch. And so he's driving off on his motorcycle. And as I'm leaving the parking lot and my husband's on the motorcycle, I had that thought that not every driver here sees motorcycles. And what would happen if something happened to him? And then, of course, the cascade of all the own knows and what I'd have to deal with. And luckily, through lots of training, I was able to say, eh, Hold it, stop, done. Say a prayer, ask the universe to protect him and let it go. Clear the head, get back in my own lane, focus on what's in front of me. We do this and we can stop doing that by just pausing and saying, Whew, that was a ride. Let's leave that one off. One of the other ways that we can disconnect is we can get caught up in how awful, you know, the overwhelm of managing life. And we already talked about just disconnecting from all the input so that you can get back to center. When we swim in the waters of, all that's horrible then we are sub- we are subject to sadness we're subject to depression we are subject to just looking at life through really dark lenses rather than looking at the possibilities so when you get up, caught up in the how awful everything is or how awful something else is or the overwhelm we are disconnecting from what's present and going down a path that doesn't lead to anywhere wonderful doesn't lead to anywhere empowering we can do this sometimes when we relive past disappointments something fantastic can happen in your life. Like even simple, like you know, making a meal and serving the meal and having the meal and having people go, oh, this is great, this tastes so good. And instead of saying, yes, this is wonderful, I'm enjoying this so much, we go and we start tallying everything that didn't go right while you were chopping up stuff, making stuff, what mistake you made with the recipe and how you had to you know, pull a rabbit out of your hat to make this all come together. That's reliving the past, going into the disappointments, living in the hall awful. It doesn't serve us. So learn to recognize that. All of this is about awareness. Then there are discounting our actions and abilities. And we so easily as human beings like to poo-poo our progress, right? We have a great day. We have done wonderful things we have gotten out of bed we've gotten ready for the day we showed up at work we're putting our best self out there we're making our phone calls we're connecting with people for coffee appointments we're building our business posting on social media doing all these things that are normal and great and yet we look at all that and say that doesn't count that doesn't count that I did all that because normal people would do all that That's not a big deal. But that moves you from the, that disconnects you from everything that you're doing on a daily basis, which is wonderful and heroic. So don't poo poo the progress. And I challenge you, all of you, to go home today and look in the mirror and address yourself in first person and tell yourself, wow, Christine, don't say Christine, say your own name. I am so proud of you for everything you did. I'm so proud of you for showing up today. I'm so proud of you for sending that email. I'm so proud of you for having that tough conversation. I'm so proud of you for sitting down and working, you know, doing the books and getting caught up on your financial stuff. I'm so proud of you. And just go ahead and list The things that you have done in the day, that's connecting. That's connecting to your magnificence, your greatness. Don't poo-poo the progress. Connect. One of the ways that we become unconnected is through isolation. There's a lot of different ways that we do this. Sometimes isolation is just that idea about I need to do it myself, right? I'm going to do it all by myself. I don't want anybody's support. I don't want anybody to have to do X, Y, or Z. And when we put it all on our own plate and we hoard it on our own plate, that leads to overwhelm. And it's not connecting us to something that could be better. When you open yourself up to Have other people come in and provide a perspective that can have an idea, that can share something. You can share something with them, have them a sounding board, have an accountability partner, then you are going to move forward so much faster. Isolating yourself and holding it all in, believing that you're the only person who can do X or Y or Z, that actually stifles. What is possible? It slows you down. One of the ways we isolate is through holding in our emotions, being closed off. And emotions are probably one of the most authentic about us, and our authenticity comes because emotions come from our core, come from our roots. And when they well up, whatever they are, whether they're happy and excited, oh, this is fantastic. I love this. Or it's sad and it's hurtful and it's emotional and there's tears. And I'm feeling this so much. Let it out. When you let it flow through you, when you express it, you're in contact. When you shut it down, tamp it down, put the lid on it, shake up that soda bottle, Nothing good's going to come from that. When you are closed off and isolated and holding in those emotions, you are disconnected. You're disconnected from what's truly real, and you're setting yourself up for an explosion. You know, human contact, as we have seen, is so essential And uh, to open yourself up to being able to be present with people in person, have that handshake, have that hug, do those exchanges. There is nothing in this world like being in with people, in person with people. It is lovely. We are we're tribal at our roots. Uh, we are not one of the species that evolved um, all by itself. You know, we evolved in groups of people. And so having contact is one of the ways that is really important. And when you isolate yourself, you're not, you're not, Answering to what is inherent in your body. Sometimes when we disconnect, we um, cling to our plans. We cling to our agendas. And when we cling to that, we are disconnected. You know, planning the day is fantastic. It's great. You want to hold on to a plan just because it's a plan can't be sabotaging. So I planned my day to get out the door. And I was getting out the door a little later. And I had it all laid out, I was going to do step, 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 step. And then realize that it's not going to work out that way. Because I have a coffee appointment. And the two stops I was going to make before the coffee appointment aren't going to work. But I realized, I started stressing myself out. But I realized that When I, the only appointment was the coffee appointment and all the other stops could go around it. And I shifted into that mode, then I was able to relax and go with the flow. When we come back, we're going to talk about what does it mean to demand perfection and how to look at shitting on ourselves in the light of a current circumstance so we can get reconnected. This is Coach Christine Clark. This is Forging a Life Beyond the Curve, calling in your unique destiny. We will be right back after this break. We
2: are courageously expanding love on my new show, The Elizabeth Cunningham Show, every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Join me and my guests, where we talk about relationships, sex, love, and the ways we wish we could be, but never thought were possible. Visit elizabethanncunningham.com
3: and subscribe. Are you feeling lost in this journey we call life? When you awaken the truth of your patterns, limitations, and beliefs, you can start to heal relationship with yourself, others, and your circumstances. I'm Ritika Rose, life coach, author, and speaker. My mission is to help you align with your most powerful, authentic self and transform how you experience your inner and outer world. Find the confidence and peace to live the highest version of your life. Visit RitikaRose.com. Life can be demanding, but sometimes our wheels are spinning and we're too focused on making them turn to notice we're stuck in the mud. Tune into The Pause with me, Ellen Wyoming Deloy, every second and fourth Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. Learn how to stop, reflect, and start moving forward with intention. And if you're really looking to jumpstart your personal development, schedule a free coaching consultation with me at EllenWyomingDeloy.com. Tune in to the Be Happy Now show with me, Claudia Sam. Flex your soul connection muscle and be your inner guide to fulfillment. Every Thursday on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You are here for a bigger reason and are worthy of accessing it. Experience happiness now. Tune in to your intuition and connect with me. Visit ClaudiaSamCoaching.com.
2: Want to ignite your best life full of joy, passion, and purpose? Then join me, Stephanie James, for The Spark, Wednesday nights, 6 o'clock Pacific time, 9 o'clock Eastern, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. And learn how together we can illuminate the world. Learn more on StephanieJames.world. The best is yet to come. Tune into Hungry for Answers every first and third Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com with me, Robin Clare. I am a recovery coach, professional, and best-selling author, bringing you eye-opening conversations about addiction and groundbreaking tools for recovery. To learn about me and my offerings, visit Clarity.com. That's Clare, C-L-A-R-E-I-T-Y.com.
1: Hey, this is coach Christine Clark. Uh, Welcome back. You know, one of the ways that we um, get ourselves out of being connected to our day to our purpose to our work, um, to the people around us uh, is demanding perfection. We demand perfection of ourselves. Sometimes we demand perfection of the people around us. And that demand for things to be flawless, really nullifies our growth and short changes, our, our expansion, we override what could be. And sometimes we don't even put things out. Like we're, we're always in creation mode. We're always in adding to subtracting from editing, editing, then we don't dare put anything out into the world until it is perfect. And then we can put it out in the world. And the truth is that nothing Gets Nothing perfect gets out the first time. You have to put it out there and then put it out there again and then do it again and get some feedback and get some perspective and continue to work. And no matter what it is that you're putting out into the world, it will evolve. But it only evolves when it's in action. And when you hold it in and put it in a box and perfect it and don't ever want to let it go until it's going to be awesome, then you are shortchanging both the work and, of course, you're delaying putting it out there. You're delaying letting the people that are needing, that are waiting, that are wanting what you have, they are have to wait until you get it perfect to put it out there when they could be having the evolving product and they would be evolving their own lives alongside it one of the other things that we do is we should and we do this shooting on our current circumstance we look at what is going on in life and we judge that what is happening right now here in our lives in our work in our relationships Shouldn't be this way. And I've heard it. I've heard, maybe you've heard this too. Have you ever heard somebody say, This shouldn't be happening to me, right? I shouldn't have to go through this. Why should we have to deal with this? And we're deciding that whatever is, is inappropriate, was somehow a mistake in the really the I guess the dark side of this is when we decide to ask the question, why? This shouldn't be happening, or we ask why this is happening. Because when you ask why, your brilliant, amazing, magnificent, huge brain is going to go back through your entire life and give you every single reason why, every mistake you made, every judgment call that wasn't good, and say all of this added up to why this is happening now. It's not helpful. But if you are in the circumstance and you ask, how can I get out of this? When you ask how, all of a sudden, that powerful, amazing, spectacular brain will go on a research mission to figure out what are your options? How can we shift? Who is here? What other questions can we ask? Is there a door we haven't opened yet? How can I get out? Neither question can be asked though, if you are in this energy of whatever is, shouldn't be. And when you're in contact, you recognize that your circumstance is your circumstance, this is regardless of what I want, this is, and then you can move forward, you can deal with it. But as long as you're deciding that what is shouldn't be, you're not dealing with it, you're not in contact. Another way that we can lose a little contact is control issues, me. Hope there's somebody else out there with the same thing. Control issues. We want to control everything. We want to control so much of our lives. And sometimes we spend so much time trying to control things that are not in our control, that are outside of our control, that we cannot dictate what other people do or don't do. We cannot dictate or control the weather. We cannot dictate what's happening on a bigger scale in the world and wanting to have that control or spending too much time on things that are totally outside our control is a distraction. And you want to be able to let go of those bigger things and only work on what you have control of, which is basically you, you can only control what you say and what you do. And when you focus your energies on this piece right here, me, me, how can I show up? How do I operate to be able to have the connections I want, to be able to grow my business the way I want? What are can I do? So you work on going ahead and dealing with what you have control over. Because when you expand it to wanting to have control over a greater amount of things, you lose out. Because you can't control it and it does become just a con- distraction. So, staying in contact is simply having awareness, recognizing when you are in a spiral, when you're disconnecting, and then making a choice. Our brain processes millions of thoughts and calculations every single minute, and it gives us the ability to. to you know pay attention to thousands of things which is not helpful it also lets us realize see what's going on around us paying attention to the people the facial expressions the energy what's in the room and look at what you're doing on a daily basis one of the great ways of being able to stay in contact is just knowing yourself knowing your values knowing how you work what type of Flow, do I have in my day? When do I have more energy? When are my creative juices going? When do I need downtime? What are my energy levels? Looking at that helps you be able to stay in contact with your day by working in accordance with what suits you, what aligns with you physically, mentally, emotionally. Your physical well being can dramatically impact your ability to stay in contact with your desired day. So do the basics, hydration, meditation, exercise, yoga, do those things. And as much as possible, choose one thing at a time. Yes, you can have a list of agenda. Do one and then do the next and then do the next after that. And you will get through your day. If you stay connected to each piece as it comes in, then you're moving forward and you are getting where you want to go. When my children were smaller, they would come into the office as I was working, and I learned to stop what I was doing, turn and face them, and listen to whatever it is that they were talking about to be totally focused on them. And then when the conversation was done, I could come back and work. But you can't do both. So look at what's in front of you, pick, and stay connected one piece at a time. Having a support system is absolutely vital to being in contact, whether it's a coach, an accountability partner, an empowerment team, you know, a sounding board so that you can have honest feedback. All of those pieces help us stay connected to our work, to our environment, to our relationships. So that's what you want to be able to do is find those people that can support you in staying in contact You know, when the hammer connects to the steel, a magnificently, highly functional work of art emerges. And when we have regular daily contact with our purpose, a significant life develops. We stay in motion. We're in flow. We're in balance. Everything comes together. And we know beyond a doubt that we have what it takes I'm Coach Christine Clark. This is Forging a Life Beyond the Curve, calling in your unique destiny. Remember to put your name in for the laser coaching program that is free to all our listeners and put the Blaze Retreat in September 22nd to 25th on your calendar. Until next month, keep on hammering. You've got this.
0: Thanks for tuning in to Forging a Life with Christine Clark. Remember to acknowledge your talents and skills. Your gifts are the elements needed to claim the life of your dreams. Believe you have what it takes to forge the life you want. Through intuition, trusting yourself, and the process, take action and call your life into a vibrant, beautifully lit existence aligned with your core self. To learn more or work with Christine, visit sunglotransformation.com.